Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I am your host, Sierra, and today I have a really amazing guest. Um, We're going to be talking about some things that we've never talked about on the show before, but I think they're going to help give you some new tools in your toolbox to grow your business, um, especially as we're looking at the new year and we're putting together growth plans, strategies, budgets, all of that exciting stuff. Um, And so I want to welcome our um, guest today, Jen, is that correct? Did I pronounce that? Jen, okay. I should have asked you before. Yeah, (laughs) I should have asked you before. Um, But Jen is here and we are so excited to visit with him. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, likewise. Thanks so much for having me. So tell us about yourself. How did you get into this crazy industry, retail, products, inventory, all of that, um, and what you do every day? What do you do for work? Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, my name is Gen Furukawa. I'm uh, your parent. I'm a a dad of two based in Austin, Texas. And uh, it's it's actually not so much in uh, retail per se, but more just e-commerce SaaS, sales uh, E-commerce enablement is is sometimes what it's referred to. A good so way to describe it. Okay. Yeah, uh, software tools to help e-commerce sellers. So um, it started in 2015. Um, I was part of the founding team of Jungle Scout, and so Jungle Scout's a, a leading Amazon tool to help people identify where there's potential demand. Um, and so your audience might be familiar with it, looking to see maybe if they're building their own product or private labeling something. Um, so I was I was leading the marketing team. My two uh, co-founders of Prehook, which is a quiz platform that I'm currently working on as a co-founder. We were all part of the team. They're developers. I'm doing uh, marketing and everything else. Um, And in 2020, we decided that we did want to uh, work together, do something, build something of our own in the e-commerce space, but uh, slightly away from where we were very familiar with, which was Amazon and focus on Shopify. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, your your audience might be both on Amazon and Shopify. Uh, they're they're both under the umbrella of e-commerce, but they do have different tendencies and different uh, traits. So, uh, whereas an Amazon listing is very focused on SEO, and you know what your customer is looking for, you know how you can optimize uh, based on the images or uh, the language, the copy that you're using. Um, but a Shopify seller has something slightly different, and that's maybe you know what the retailer or boutique owner might deal with. Somebody who walks into a store, you don't know what they're walking in for. But if you are the retailer, you can ask a few questions, learn about them, maybe what it is that they're looking for, what their goals are, what their challenges are, what their habits are. So once you learn these things, you can uh, dramatically change how you're positioning your product or what product you recommend, why you're recommending it. And then you can really create, craft a personalized pitch. Um, And so that's Mm. what we focus on with Prehook is basically allowing merchants to ask a few questions, capture a lead, whether that's a phone number or email address, and then recommend a product. Uh, And then a lot of the magic happens on the back end, uh, whether it's Klaviyo or OmniSend, Attentive or Postscript, uh, email or SMS tools to, to kind of like great craft a welcome flow or a post quiz flow or automation um, to really introduce a brand, the product, uh, what you do, and then why they should purchase, you know, whatever it is that they were looking for. 
That's so interesting. So I um, have learned, or yeah, I've listened to a lot of podcasts where they talk about quizzes, not really from the Shopify standpoint. I've never thought about them from selling a product. It's more, you know, if you're a coach or you're selling a consulting service, you do a quiz on the front end to learn about your customer, gather their information. So interesting that we could do this as we're selling products. So give me an example of a really great way to use a quiz um, let's say I have an e-commerce store and I sell home decor. How could I use a quiz to build my business to scale? Yeah, totally. Grow? Yeah. So we, we do have a, a few home decor brands. One is called vibe interior, V Y B E interior, I believe.com. Uh, and, and so that's, they're doing prints. And so, uh, their quiz is very particular to, um, because if you think of a quiz and I've gone to, um, society six, for example, and buy, buy stuff, uh, but there are a couple of different variables that you're trying to solve for as a merchant, right? So, uh, the person could be, uh, basing their purchase decision based on the size. Um, so maybe sure. you're asking like, um, what, what size are you looking for? Maybe it's what style preferences matter to you. Uh, maybe it's what, what price range matters. Um, maybe it's, uh, if somebody doesn't know, because sometimes uh, shoppers don't know what they don't know, or they just want something simple. And so I think that's where a quiz can be really great in terms of uh, presenting easy questions um, that from there, you, the merchant that are that's an expert in the space, can use as a proxy for say, oh, okay, I like I like colorful. Well, here's some ideas of colorful things, or I like somber and, and uh, stoic colors. Um, so you, you can kind of mix and match based on that. And so the way that a, a tool works where you can kind of do this on a dynamic basis at scale is that you're linking each product based on what the quiz oh. response is. Okay. So, so I've always wondered that from the back end, I thought, okay, yeah. the technology behind it is that, you know, if they answer like this, it then gives them these options. And then if they answer that, it puts them over into this category of options. So you direct on the backside as a technology builder, yeah, where you want that customer. And then you want them to end up at a product making a sale. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's basically a point system. So okay. uh, you can change the points. But if I am shopping for a living room, I like um, bold colors and I want a big print. So for each of those um I would be recommending or linking the products that would fit the criteria of. Okay. So, it, sorry, it's a, it's a little bit confusing, maybe without the visual builder, but um, it's essentially for this product that makes sense based on this, this quiz response, I'll give one point. And then you're just tallying yeah. it up. And at the end, uh, the products that have the most points are what's recommended. Um, so have you find found when customers, when your customers or, or um, e-commerce stores that you work with use quizzes, is the conversion rate a lot higher into sales versus someone just like trying to figure out where to maneuver on your sales page by themselves? Talk to us about that. Yeah. So we have seen that. Um, and we've, we've heard from customers um, that the conversion rate, whether you're verifying from Google Analytics, for example, of those who take the quiz and the, those who don't, um, or via email, if you're tracking email per or revenue per recipient, um, is multiples higher uh, for those that take the quiz. And if you put your conversion rate optimization head on, you think about what your job is to get somebody from visiting your site to learn more about your product to then say, hey, this is exactly what I need. I'm going to purchase it. The main goal of somebody who's uh, 
focusing on conversion rate optimization is to simplify the buying process, address directly address any potential objections, questions, concerns that they have, and then uh, basically create a smooth process from add to cart all the way through to checkout. And so uh, you can, you can, very clearly understand what these questions are or what these concerns are um, with the with the quiz questions that you're asking. Um, so, for example, Helix Sleep is a, a mattress brand. Um, mattresses are kind of like these uh, expensive. You buy them once a decade type products. So, you, you generally customers will want to do a fair amount of research. Uh, nice. And also, in some ways, a mattress is a little bit of a commodity that. Um, whether you get a Casper mattress or a tufted needle mattress, like who really knows? Um, so a lot of it comes down to the merchandising of it, especially for direct to consumer where you're not able to lie on the mattress and feel what feels better. Um, so that's where Helix has a, a really great quiz where they're getting some of the basic information. Um, how many people are going to be sleeping on it? How much do these people weigh? Um, all the way to uh, more preference base. What, what type of feel do they want more to... Uh, after that, like the pains, the challenges, like, do you have neck pain, back pain, joint pain, whatever. Um, and so with that, after the quiz, then Helix takes the customers to a an optimized and personalized product description page. So mm. based on what you're looking for, these, you know, two people in a California king size bed who have these problems, here's a best mattress for you. And here's why. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of a roundabout way to answering your question of how a brand can use the data that they're gathering in the quiz to immediately um, be more effective in terms of product marketing. Yeah, this is so good because I think, you know, with brick and mortar, people walk in and we have the great option and, you know, opportunity to connect with them, to ask them these questions as think about the mattress store. Someone walks in, tell me what you're looking for. Do you like firm? Try this. And we can't do that in e-commerce without, you know, that, that person standing there. And so the quiz gives that opportunity to get that person engaged and really to point and direct because people want things simple. They want to really be told, like, just tell me what to buy, tell me where to look. Um, And so instead of having people jump onto our page, get lost, overwhelmed and leave, we keep them connected and then we give them options. And they're much more likely, I would think, to say, oh, they recommended this just for me. That's wonderful. I'll make the purchase. So I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And and so what you're describing is really like the post-quiz experience are still on the website. Uh, yeah. But a lot of the value, and in particular, you know, I don't know when this will be published, but uh, leading up to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that's when a lot of consumers' inboxes are going to be flooded with messages. And, you know, like, yeah. here's an offer for Black Friday. Here's an offer for Cyber Monday. You know, surprise, we extended our sale. But a lot of these, uh, the way that you can cut through the clutter is to gather information from your customers, understand what, what they're looking for, and then send them tailored, relevant messaging. Mm, um, so, and so good. You, yeah, you don't need to necessarily even capture this all on the front end. Like you can even enrich your existing customer profiles by sending an email to your existing list. Hey, take this quiz to, you know, whatever it is, whatever hook makes most sense for you. Um, but fill out the quiz and we'll send you more information about it. Um, and so yeah, customers are not, uh, they're not shy about sharing their personal data. If on the flip side, they understand that there's going to be a better shopping experience, better customer experience, uh, more personalization. Uh, I think Accenture had this study uh, from a few years ago, basically like 
70% of consumers are willing to share their personal data if they understand that they'll get a personalized shopping experience in exchange. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think nine out of 10, also for, from a, an Accenture study, uh, are more likely to buy from brands that will personalize and, and um, become repeat customers. So you're seeing higher average order value and higher conversion rate from those brands that are able to nail the personalization aspect. That's so good, which is what I want to, I want to talk to you about personalization to scale. But before we jump over there, one more question about the quiz side of things, because I think yeah. this could be so beneficial. Can small e-commerce businesses use this product? Like oh, absolutely. How would they, okay. So tell, tell us, I'm just starting out. I have a handbag and shoe store. It's not very big. I don't have a lot of inventory, but I want to grow my business. How could I use the quiz product to help with my little business? Yeah. I mean, even if if you're just starting up or if you're Stitch Fix, you know, a multi-billion dollar public company, um, Stitch Fix has a quiz, you know, at, as their onboarding step for every customer. But um, the the main values of any brand uh, who takes care, takes advantage of a quiz is uh, accelerated list growth. So that's okay. basically building your email and or SMS list. Uh, that's improving the conversion rate. So that, that means after they take a, a short quiz, you are recommending the product, simplifying the buying process like we were discussing. Yeah. Um, and so there you'll see a lift in conversion, most likely from those that take the quiz and, and those that don't. Uh, and then actually maybe most importantly is uh, the zero party data. So zero party data is data that customers proactively and willingly share with you mm. as opposed to first party data. So first party data is passively tracked. That might be things like website pages visited or product pages visited or actions on the site, like abandoned cart or add to cart, sure. checkout, um, or transaction history, how much they've purchased, what they've purchased, maybe from their geography. Uh, but the, the challenge with first party data is that you're, uh, you're having a lot of implicit assumptions. So you're assuming- right. Because Sierra has, you know, bought this product, then she has this need, uh, but you don't know that because you haven't explicitly said so. And that, so that's the value of zero-party data. Um, and so, whether you are an enterprise brand or a, an SMB boutique shop, these are these are critical pillars to your marketing, which is, you know, building your list, making a, a buying experience pleasant and and helpful, and then learning more about your customers so that you can send more personalized emails and SMS, uh, which, you know, people say to the tune of 30% or more of all online revenue should come from email and or SMS. Yeah. And I know you mentioned Clavio PostScript, which a lot of the um, listeners use those two products. And there's others that integrate so nicely with Shopify too, but those are what we use a lot. We talk a lot about here. So how can we use now kind of segueing into personalization? How can we use, let's say Clavio PostScript, some of those SMS or email marketing tools and personalize the experience for the person who we've collected the data from so that yeah. we, so that they, again, feel like that customer, they walk in our store and I say, Hey, Susan, I'm so excited you're here. We can't do that because it's e-commerce, but how could we do that to, you know, make them feel comfortable. And like, they are one person that we're paying attention to and care about in our, our e-commerce store. Yeah. So now we might get in the weeds a little bit, um, with email, but, uh, there are multiple ways that you Clavio's Clavio and Omnisend are, are really robust tools. So you could just do it, you know, at skim the surface of personalization, like, Hey, Sierra, 
like, you know, uh, first name in um, sure. brackets. So that's, you, you build it out. And whether it's Sierra or Gen or Susan, whoever it is, you're getting the first name. And that's kind of like very surface level. Um, then you can go around like what the product is. So you can dynamically insert the product. So after you've taken a quiz, you are recommended, say, you know, a moisturizer for normal skin. And I take a quiz and I'm recommended a moisturizer for dry skin. Um, that, that recommendation for me is going to be a product for dry skin. For you, it'll be for normal skin. But when you're filling, when you're building your Clavio email, you're just including a placeholder. So whatever okay. that recommended product is, you will get one that very different from me. You can also insert different custom properties. Custom properties are basically the profile, you know, like um, you're, you're in Tennessee, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, whether it's, Hey, the weather in Tennessee looks like it's getting cooler now, you know, get this for, to stay, sure. whatever it is. Um, so whether it's like the geography or your personal preferences or your habits, or you can dynamically insert the data, uh, which is comes through as a, a text phrase or number or whatever it is uh, in the email. Um, so that's, that's another way that you can personalize kind of like in an email um, or SMS. Um, and then you can also create segments. So that's where it gets really helpful, where you can um, build dynamic segments based on some of the data that that's captured in the quiz. Uh, so if you want to say, send more educational content about um, my particular skin type or your particular skin type, you can use a conditional split in Clavio. So that's basically if then logic. So if sure. Sierra says she has this type of skin, send her this email that's specific to that type of skin. Or if she says she likes this type of clothing. And so, you know, you, you can basically go on um, to infinity in terms of how you're going to be segmenting yeah. uh, your list and then how you're going to be splitting their messaging um, in your Clavio flow. Which would definitely help with open rates <laughs> and click-through rates, conversion yeah. rates. Yeah. But it all comes from understanding who your customer is, how they think, what they want through that zero part of the data, because they've given you the answers. You've asked them questions, they've told you, and now you use that to personalize and then scale because that conversion rate. I love seeing this. Now, a lot of, you know, those of you that are listening are like, oh my goodness, one more thing to do. Uh, how am I yeah. So tell us how we can do this easily. Do we hire someone like you? Is it a great um, app that we install? Like how, if someone's like, I want to do the quiz idea, but this is super overwhelming, break it down for us, make it simple. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I, I do them a lot and and happy to help. So feel free to uh, email me again, G-E-N at prehook.com. Happy to uh, share some ideas uh, or, you know, take a pass at building it out. Um, our product is called prehook you can find it on on the shopify store um for you know prehook um quiz builder um but yeah i think the the suggestion at a high level is just to start simple and okay. so you can definitely get very granular and like have different conditional logic that makes it uh, a little bit more uh granular in terms of targeting or messaging but i think at a high level you can start with um uh, a little, a few basics about the person, maybe even just the first name. Then, uh, what brings you here today? You know, as in, like, what are you looking for? 
what challenges are you dealing with? Um, and then depending on the, the type of store, maybe you're getting into preferences for style or, or if it is a home decor, maybe it's the room that you're shopping for. Um, but yeah, I think at the very least, just getting a few data points uh, would be really helpful for you to recommend the, the product. And then once you understand what they're looking for, then you can create campaigns or um, segments based on those explicitly stated needs. Uh, and it is, especially, you know, in light of moving towards Black Friday, Cyber Monday and the holiday season, maybe you're asking, are, are you buying for yourself or a gift? Um, mm. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, turn notifications off. I'm so sorry about that. Um, no worries. So yeah, you know, like I, I think starting starting easy um, with yeah, so with a few questions. Really simple. Yeah. yeah. So I was even thinking. I, I, one of my customers came to mind. Um, she sells apparel, women's apparel, and it's very. Her store is very unique. Everything's colorful. A lot of pattern design. But a great quiz for her might be something like, do you like to wear dresses or do you like to wear pants? And do you like, you know, bold colors or more muted colors? Just a couple of questions that would then direct their, their customer or point them in the right direction because it could get overwhelming with all the beautiful things she has, but can just point them in the right direction. And now she has this data where she can connect with customers, send those personalized emails. Hey, Susan, I know you love bold colors. Just wanted to let you know this new color collection dropped. And she knows that that person is going to open that. So I love that. Just start super simple. One or two, three, four points of data. Start collecting that, getting familiar with the product. Reach out to you. <laughs> if they're like, I just don't want to even touch this or I want a little bit of help. Um, so good. Tell us in closing, maybe one of the biggest success stories that you've seen where someone was really struggling to grow or to get momentum with their e-commerce platform. And they started to implement the use of quizzes and it really changed their growth trajectory. Yeah. Um, so one brand is called T-Lixir, T-E-E-L-I-X-I-R. Uh, and they are an adaptogen brand. So adaptogens are, um, it's an ancient holistic medicine, basically um, it, it, using mushrooms and plants for medicinal purposes. Um, so even though it's been around for very, a very long time, the modern consumer was unfamiliar with it, sure. unfamiliar with um the the practice of it um then also which product was right based on which of their health conditions they were they were experiencing so um there's a problem in terms of helping a customer navigate to the right product um, but sure. then the product education itself um so this is this is a pre-hook customer uh, and so i i worked with them to help build out their uh their quiz and they they tested it first. They did a, a variety of tests, um, and then once they did identify and validate in Google Analytics that the uh, the people who took the quiz had, I think, a two x email opt in rate. So those that okay. took the quiz opted in at at two x the rate that those that did not take the That's quiz. Interesting. Yeah, um, and then perhaps even more importantly is that it was a five x um, increase in. Uh, email in revenue per email, um, okay. meaning that for every email they send to somebody who took the quiz, they were able to uh, see a 5x increase in revenue to that email recipient as opposed to somebody who did not. Um, and th so they've once they did validate that and they, hey, this is great for 
our top of funnel marketing, uh, then they, they really went full throttle with it. They added it as a fixed header nav at the top of their homepage. They added to their, uh, their navigation at the top of their homepage, the, uh, the hero image, uh, it's an exit intent pop-up. So if somebody's leaving like, okay. Hey, you know, having trouble finding what you're, you're looking for, take the quiz to, to learn more. So good. Um, and yeah, so they've, they've really, uh, done a number in terms of revenue and leads. And so those are often two of them, the most important KPIs for, uh, e-commerce brands and the quizzes really helped ramp that up. So good. So it helps educate their customer. It helped point their customer in the right direction. And then once they started to see that those results, they were able to integrate it even more into their site and like really use it and optimize. Yeah. And then I'm sure the flow through the email and everything. So good. Um, okay. So we can find it in the app store for Shopify. The Shopify app store. Yep. The Shopify app store. Okay. Or just prehook.com. Prehook.com. Okay. So super easy. And I'm going to put all of this in the show notes as well. Um, you're an entrepreneur and everyone listening is an entrepreneur. So I love to always end with this. And I didn't give you, you know, I didn't give you any hints <laughs> as to this question, but give us a piece of advice, something that maybe a mentor told you or someone that, you know, you really look up to. And that word of advice has helped you so much in your entrepreneurial journey. Share that with us in closing today. Yeah, I, I think maybe what what I've been thinking about most recently is focusing on what's within your locus of control. Uh, so that is like I can't control how how many stores will install prehook or or use it or how much revenue it'll drive. But what I can control is maybe the content that I'm putting out or the merchants that I'm reaching out to, building more features, speaking with more merchants to understand. Uh, but these are the things that I can control. The outcome will take care of itself hopefully for mm. the better or not. But so if I good. can execute on doing the things that I've planned will, will take me there, then it's on me yeah. to just do those things and, and let the rest take care of itself um, so and good. not stress about it. Yeah. So controlling what we can control and taking action on what's in front of us because we can't control the decisions people make or like you said, you know, all of those things that are out there. Um, but we can control what's right in front of us and taking action today. So good. So the action that I want you all to do is to at least head over to the website and take a look at Prehook and just see if it might be a good fit. Um, learn a little bit about it. Start to get curious about how you could integrate this. I can, I mean, I'm already thinking of all of you. I know so many of your businesses um, and how you could use it. I love this idea of getting to know our customers better. So thanks for joining us and sharing this today. It was something I did not know about. So it was really exciting to be able to bring this to the listeners. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sierra. Awesome. Good deal. Well, we're going to get all of the links. We'll drop them here in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone. Um, I appreciate your time. If you haven't heard about the Profitory Mastermind yet, it is launching October 1st. We have 30 spots. So you're going to want to head over to theboutiqueworkshop.com. Check out Profitory Mastermind. Reach out to me if you have questions. Otherwise, bye for now. See you later. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you want to dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I want to invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I want to help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me, I'll work with you soon. See you then. 
Hey friend, you know how we're always talking about the importance of having a good set of financials for your business? Well, it's pretty difficult to have a good set of financials if you don't have a trustworthy bookkeeper or an accountant. And that's why I want to introduce you to Summer. Summer's the founder and CEO of LeafBook. LeafBook is dedicated to helping business owners just like you run a profitable business. And that is music to my ears. They're going to help you put together a customized blueprint that will allow you, as the owner, to objectively evaluate your expenses, to pay yourself regularly, can I hear an amen, to crush debt, and to become permanently profitable. And that's permanently profitable in all caps. Their certified Profit First professionals are going to be with you every single step of the way, supporting you and cheering you on. And that's exactly what you need. So I want you to head on over to www.leafbookcfo.com. That's leafbookcfo.com. Reach out to Summer and her team. See if they can't be the accountant or the bookkeeper.